Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, with a dash of garden, chatting about current interests, and life in my northern town. You can find show notes at mycreativecorner3.com. You can also find all of my social media, how to purchase a virtual cup of coffee, and all events on the website. Please feel free to stop by and leave a comment. I really appreciate everyone who listens. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, everybody. How did a month go by and I didn't do a podcast? Well, there's lots of reasons, but let's just say October through November is always busy. It's busy at work and it's busy with the holidays and all of the things. So I'm going to start out with saying I haven't done a tremendous amount in the last month, as far as crafting goes, long COVID, you know, really still is a problem for me from time to time. It sneaks up and makes life complicated. I've had not as much energy to devote to doing crafts. I haven't had as much brain space. Um, yeah, the biggest thing is, is by the time I get through a work day, during the past month, I was just utterly exhausted and did some handwork and slowly, slowly, slowly started to add more fun things, craft things and quilting things. So I'm just going to be real about it and just say, you know, you're gonna hear me talk about long COVID from time to time. But I want to say as of today, I am much better than I was a month ago. And I feel like I'm getting closer to being near baseline. I was a little disappointed when I saw my pulmonologist and she said, this may be your new normal. And I was just devastated. I'm like, no, it can't be my new normal. I have too much to do. But since that appointment, you know, my breathing has become much better. The medicines I'm taking for that has been very helpful. Um, and I think my sleep is much better and I'm able to do more. I'm pretty pretty happy with that. So with all of the doing more, we've been to a couple of football games. Um, we went to a Grand Valley end of season game and it was warm, unseasonably warm, but it rained. Oh my gosh, it rained. It's a good thing we went to the store to find the heavy duty ponchos. I totally would give a thumbs up to totes ponchos that you can get at the store. They're thick, they're heavy, pick many colors. We stayed dry and warm and watched the game. And then yesterday was a D2 playoff game in Grand Valley, which is a school that we like to go to. That's where my son and his wife graduated from in Grand Rapids, Michigan. They made it into the playoffs. It was the most beautiful, unseasonably warm day in Yes, we're still in November on the 26th and they played a school from Missouri and it was a tight game and 
I have to say it was the most energetic crowd, even though a lot of the students were gone for the holiday, but the band was there, the cheerleaders were there, the stands were packed. It was very exciting. Even though the game was close, um, there were times when I wasn't so sure our team was going to win. It was like this huge emotional roller coaster. I did a lot of walking. We spent the night the day before, so it wouldn't be such a long day for both of us. And I still was totally wiped out after the game and a little bit tired today. But it's getting better. It's not like it's a three-day event of being tired and recuperating. And we're going to plan another hockey game, maybe next weekend. And we did go to a hockey game. Um, This was a few weeks ago before Thanksgiving down in Saginaw. That was wonderful also. It was a really good game. It was not too far from home. We still did spend the night because by the time the game was over, it was like 10 o'clock and we're down to one car. Um, I believe I may have talked about it last time, but for the first time ever coming home or driving at all, my husband hit a deer and this is the nicest car I have (laughs) ever, ever had is this flex that we bought through Carvana and it's been in the shop now for a week. They ordered parts and I'm very lucky the parts came in. And they should have it finished by next week. But let me tell you, depending on other people for a ride and trying to call for, you know, so far I haven't called for a taxi or Uber, but I could do that. Um, I could get a car rental, but it's $50 a day for me to drive two miles to work and back and lunch hour, right? So I'm kind of like, I'm saving money. Are you kidding me? Not spending hundreds of dollars to get a car when I can just talk to my coworkers and be ready early. I slide in at the last minute and they all get there early because they're dropping their kids off. So yes, I need to get myself together in the morning. That's something else. It just takes me a long time to really get going for the day and get organized. But I'll have to say my morning um, routine is getting better. I've continued to do my morning journaling have my coffee, um, do a little stitching. I've loaded another quilt on the frame because the frame got uh, broken. You probably don't remember, but in the past, there's a hard plastic track that you have to put in where the whole carriage rides along the frame and it was broken. And I had two more sets. And when those two sets are done, I'm not so sure um, I can use this. Over time, they just crack and they wear out and you can't use your long arm. So it took a little bit, you know, for people to, um, my husband needed time to help me. I needed to clean off the machine. Um, So yeah, it's done. The quilt that was on it is done and I'm real happy with it. But the next quilt, I want it to be more special. So I wanted the frame in tip top condition. So I put on my little uh, moda it's not moda it's fat quarter shops christmas mystery quilt along that i did in september so it's on just doing a real simple um, loop curl and holly leaf on it and it's looking good so i should be able to get that all bound and hung on my door at work before the big competition yes we have a christmas door decorating competition so i am going to hang, hang a quilt 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, you know, pathetic, but I, I mean, I have a wreath, but you know, it's such a pain to haul all that stuff into work and then you got to bring it home. So this is the thing. I have to climb two flights of stairs and by the time you carry a whole bunch of stuff, it's terrible. The elevator is all the way around the other end of the building and it's a worse slope to get to that door. And so I'd rather just take the stairs and just be over it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to put my little Christmas mystery will be my door decorating and I don't expect to win, but at least we'll be in the spirit and I will have that quilt done shortly. So I'm working on that and quilting. And the other thing I'm doing quilt wise is I was really having trouble with remembering all the basic skills of quilting and reading patterns. So Fat Quarter Shop is doing Socialites too. Now we're on a break. So if you want to jump in and work on it, you could catch up very easily. It's one block a week. They have one proposed layout. You can do whatever you want with the blocks, of course. And I think they're going to do another proposed layout at the end. But you know, what's super fun is these are six and a half inch stars. I'm choosing the six and a half inch. They're going to be the, in the center of a larger star in a really fun layout. So I've been massaging the layout and playing with that design in not in EQ6 but on paper because they have the proposed layout so you can color it, color it, oh, as a coloring page excuse me and overall I've got some good ideas I don't I do not like friendship stars so I want to remove those from the layout and just go with Ohio stars and add to all this so we have five blocks done and some of them are very challenging. And I wasn't the only one who thought that because I joined the Socialites group on Facebook. I think it's called Socialites Lounge. And there's a lot of points, a lot of points in the last one. It was kind of a modified bear paw. Oh boy, it's called Empower. And all those little half square triangles were a real challenge. So I dug out my triangles on a roll and I had some that were much bigger than I needed. But my experiences, sometimes it's better to do those and cut them down and then fit them in. So my block is a teeny bit bigger than it should be. So I might lose some of the points, but... um. I think it's going to be fun. I'm using scraps in this quilt and I found leftovers from fairy dust amber from VN Company as well as other scraps in a tan beige background that I have a lot of different scraps in that particular color. So I'm really happy with how it's how it's going because it's getting easier every week even though it takes me a good part of the week to be able to read the pattern, gather the colors I want, cut them out, and assemble. The next one looks like it's going to be a fun challenge. This is not a mystery, so we know what block is coming out next. But we had a week off for Thanksgiving, and they'll probably do another week off over Christmas. So you'll have time to catch up if you want to join. I believe it's a 24-block sew-along. 
And it's meant to be a scrap buster. So that's what I like. They're showing the different designers and different people are doing all kinds of colorways to give you inspiration. And it's free. That's my favorite part. It's a free sew along, quilt along from Fat Quarter Shop. Socialites, S-E-W-C-I-A-L-I-T-E-S and the number two. And... I, I didn't jump on Socialites 1, but it is still up from last year. And you might be able to even add some of those blocks if there's a block that you really don't like from this year. And you could substitute. So there's lots of options. Or you could go really, really crazy and make all of them and make a monstrously large quilt. Uh, I don't recommend that. So that is really all of the quilting that I've been up to. I have done some crafting though. So with the um, Our Creative Souls segment, which is where I talk about crafts because that's on the Our Creative Souls Instagram. And I try to do um, several times a month a post on the blog about everything that I've been doing. So I've been really doing a lot of cross-stitching. Um, I did a lot of things for Halloween. So I thought this month I wanted to do one thing for Thanksgiving. So Wild, I believe it is Violet, Wild Violet had a really cute pumpkin and mushroom cross stitch that you could get for a brief period of time for free. And then um, you can go to her Instagram as Wild Violet Cross Stitch. And the pumpkin and mushroom is adorable and totally reminded me of Thanksgiving. So I finished the stitch and then I fully finished the cross stitch into a pillow. So I did put interfacing, fusible interfacing on the back to stiffen it up. And then I put strips around it to make it about 10 inches. I made an envelope style pillow and stuffed a 12 inch pillow form in it because that's the smallest I could find at Michael's. And it looks pretty good. Now, it's a little crooked, so there's a little bit of gathering on one side. If I get enough gumption up one of these days, I'm going to flip it around and fix the side that's a little crooked and crunching up. It makes the one side of the pillow a little, looks like ruching, <laughs> but it's supposed to be flat. So I'm really pleased with how that turned out. And I like finishing everything as a pillow. If you remember last podcast, I finished the You Are the Boss. And I framed it and I wrapped it around using glue and all of the a tiny bit of lacing on a foam core board. So if I do it again, I bought a million with little tiny confetti pins type of a thing that you can, they have no head on them. You can wrap your cross stitch around and pin it and then you can trim it down and frame it which I think that will be easier and I will like that better. The glue all over everything just made me nervous that I was going to get it on top of the cross stitch. So the little pillow is finished and I really really like it. Um, the pumpkin and mushroom were part of a cross stitch group on Instagram called X stitch the rainbow and super cute. I loved it. And well, I finished Stitchy Stars today in Kimberly Jolly's suggested festive Christmas 
color scheme. So instead of red, white, and blue, as Lori Holt had stitched it in the pattern originally, it was recolored for the holidays. So it's pinks, reds, and two different colors of green, and each little quilt star is a full black with white stitched into the background and it's really pretty. I made it in a long strip and my goal is to make it into a pin drum and I've watched several videos of it and I'm totally not confident after the less than perfect <laughs> pillow finish. So I'm going to save that for in the spring when maybe I have a little bit more confidence underneath my belt with sewing and finishing and I want to make a cross stitch drum. So two cross stitch finishes. And then the other part of me is thinking, I have a lot of fabric that I don't love love, but they're beautiful and would be great in something. So I thought I want to make some buntings and I don't know why it came to me. I want to make buntings and banners, some triangular shape, some scalloped shape, because I saw Lori Holtz on her video in her studio and I love that scallop shape too. So I thought, you know, what? I'm just going to rummage a little bit and see what I have to make for a real cute bunting. And I found in the stash of fabric that I inherited one of the ladies who passed on um, had already cut a bunting out. It's enough for two buntings. It's the most wild and crazy fabric. It's like, I think, K-facet. And then she put some solid reading oranges and polka dot purples with this wild and crazy fabric. And now I have all, I think there's 26 of these 7-inch triangles. They're seven inch at the base. Their front and back are sewed together and flipped and pressed. Now I just need to make a long, like a bias binding tape. You, I'm just going to make it with orange and make two of these banners. One for me. And my daughter just got a job as a part-time um, teaching staff. I can't believe she got a job at the school. I'm so excited. And what she's doing is a support for kids who are behind in reading, spelling, and literacy. She has worked um, doing that with online tutoring over the last year or so and loves it. And that experience led her to this position, which would work out fantastic with her kids' school schedule. It was so perfect. So I want to spend more time doing some fun things for me. But then I thought, I want to use up some of these fabrics and put them to good use. So buntings are fun, for holidays, festive, easy to put up, put down, low maintenance, no quilting necessary, just sew them together. I have one bunting here in my sewing room that I've had up for years, and it would be super fun to change it out and keep it going for different holidays. I also put up um, in my window in the dining room seasonally a garland or a bunting. Cur currently it's fall felted wool balls on a string that I bought at Michael's. But I have a Christmas bunting that I'm going to put back up or if I find another one, another bunting, or find that I have time to make one, I'll put one up for winter. Kind of rethinking my um, 
theme, if you will, for Christmas this year. Um, so let's talk about the holidays. I'm not doing any sewing for Christmas gifts this year. I'm not making anything. Um, just, just not able to get started on that early. That's okay. But um, I'm thinking of just doing some different types of of, of, of ornaments. I want to put, I, th I think I'm just going to make ornaments for my little tabletop tree that I bought at Hobby Lobby last year. And I'm keeping things simple and small and very peaceful. And I think I'm going to do more with lights and fairy lights and candles and less with hauling out a bunch of seasonal things. I have a few really pretty um, houses I could find, you know, for a Christmas village. I have a couple of tiny ornaments, but I might make like more themed ornaments and sparkly ornaments for the little tree I have and maybe do more with candles and um, keeping it simple and pretty and sparkly with the lights, white lights. I like that look a lot. So I have to say we kept it super simple for Thanksgiving. Um, I did go down to my brothers and everybody in Michigan, uh, my set of family came to the dinner. It was really wonderful. My cousin, my cousin, my nephew sets a beautiful table. He has full sets of crystal for the wine glasses, all of the proper flatware in China and um, covers for the chair and tablecloths. And the room was absolutely beautiful for our meal. And they do a fantastic job cooking. So everybody came the Sunday before Thanksgiving and we had the best little champagne and, you know, wine with dinner. It was wonderful. But since I already had a Thanksgiving meal, we were like, mm, we don't really want to, for two of us to do a full turkey meal. And I wasn't sure what I was going to do because my husband, um, the weather was good. There was a possibility he was going to go out deer hunting, but he did not. So we <laughs> defrosted a pork tenderloin. Now, I got to tell a little story here is that it's been in the freezer for over a year. And we had to urgently buy a new refrigerator freezer. And remember, we ordered the wrong size. I believe I talked about that on the podcast. We got the width and the depth mixed up. Had to cancel the first choice because it didn't come in the smaller size. So evidently 36 inches is the current size that is popular with people. And we have a 33 inch tiny spot in our very old remodeled kitchen from about the 1980s. <laughs> so you can't get a very many choices on a 33 inch wide refrigerator. And so none of my appliances really match, but I don't care the fridge works. We were like, the food in the freezer was not staying frozen by the time it was delivered. And I was just like, okay, we'll, we'll cook the pork tenderloin. But then my husband looked at it and he's like, yeah, I don't think we want to eat that. So Thanksgiving morning, we went to the grocery store to find some steaks or something to grill for dinner. So we thought we'll change it all up. We usually have a large Thanksgiving meal at lunchtime. 
Well, with the pork tenderloin being not edible, I did have some home chef meals, so it wasn't like we didn't have food. But we wanted something special with some fun little dessert treats and extra special things for the day. We found that our Meyer was open Thanksgiving Day. Everybody else was closed that sells groceries, but that was perfect. I didn't have to rush to the store. Like there was quite a few people there buying turkey dinner and all the fixings. So we bought steak, baked potatoes, and we had a frozen vegetable. It was very good. It was broccoli um, casserole. It was delicious with cheeses and creams and mm-mm-mm. All of that. And then we bought some brownies from the deli that says seven layer topping. Fantastic. I had a little half a piece and that was our Thanksgiving. Right? Perfect, right? Yeah. Except when my husband went outside to turn the grill on, it ran out of gas before it was even warmed up. No problem. We had a brand new stove that we used and we, he, I say we, he cooked the dinner and it was fantastic. But it just felt like, man, our little Thanksgiving um, special meal was going to be sabotaged from the beginning. (laughs) Well, I just didn't want to buy too much until we got that new refrigerator. And then the fridge came. And then Sunday, when we went down to my brother's, we had bought new thermometers to put inside because it wasn't quite reading that it was the right temperature. But that was an old thermometer and evidently was off because the new thermometer shows that everything is great. So I was like really worried about having, you know, like hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of food in the freezer and refrigerator just to have it all go to waste. So that was our fun little Thanksgiving. And then we went to the football game on the Saturday after. Don't know what we're doing for Christmas. We may there may be a gathering um, before Christmas at my brother's house. We'll see what everybody's work schedule is and what the weather is like. Um, and I usually plan on New Year's. We stay home, and I may try to find some of that bubbly that my nephew had at Thanksgiving because it was very, very good. I do have another. Um, project that I've been working on. And that was dug out my elementary wrap um, by Pearl. It's on Pearl Soho. It's just a a, basically a big stocking that stitched shawl. And I have a really massive ball of a very pretty yarn. And I think it's, it's a transition yarn in cranberries and it's going to be beautiful when it's done but let me tell you you're on tiny little needles and like an idiot instead of buying circular needles I'm using these antique straight old boy knitting needles and they're long and the project is heavy and I can only do so much with my wrists getting tired so I'm I'm working on that again and there's not much to say except it's knit one row, purl the next, and you have a little tiny rib on the outside so it doesn't curl up. To get it to the proper size, I know I'm going to have to block it, and I have a lot of um, wool mats that I can use, and so I'm looking forward to that. The other thing that I decided I was going to do this year, in fact, I did it today, was I have saved a Tide Pod laundry soap container. It contained 
Tide Pods. And I've had this empty white container because we buy free and clear soap generally for a couple years. And I just never cut out the black vinyl for the face. And I had an orange, um, it's a sewable paper and I forget, but it feels like leather. I forget the name of it right now. And I cut that today and I put it on my little Tide Pod jar. It's actually a big one and it's round and it looks like a snowman. He has a little orange carrot nose with the leathery paper that's super thick. It feels like leather. And the black vinyl is eyes in his mouth. And now I'm drying a hat that I no longer wear. And I will put that on the top for the snowman. Now I could cut out a pumpkin face on the back. Um, but it has indents on the back for your fingers. But I still could cut out a, a jack-o'-lantern and flip him around for the fall. The problem is the tea light, can't battery-operated tea light, isn't bright enough to light the snowman up, but I'm going to look for a battery operated candle that I can put down in there that's much brighter. And then he will be one of my little Christmas light ups. And another project that I saw on TikTok is somebody mod podged pressed flowers onto glass jars. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, they made tea lights. And I'm thinking the whole drawer of plain wee yogurt jars. And I have a link to that in the Our Creative Souls um, edition that I published today. It was on, I saw it on TikTok, but it's also on Pinterest. And um, I can't remember the name of the website right now, but I will give credit to it in the show notes. So you can see, it, I bought the pressed flowers on Amazon and you could buy a hundred of them for like $10. It was very, very inexpensive. I already have the jars. I already have a huge jug of Mod Podge. So all I have to do is not let it sit for two years like the little snowman <laughs> and get going on that. So I'm going to use that for Maybe if I get it in gear, I like to put the whole line of wee yogurt jars in my kitchen windowsill and light them for the winter because it's very dark. We're still in these dark days and I need to get more candles and more um, different lit type of house decoration because it's just been warmer than usual and a little bit more sun than usual but we don't have that many hours of daylight so that'll be fun to, to get that out and then they're colorful they're very colorful pressed flowers and I thought they would look great up through spring and summer if I wanted to leave them out for a lot longer don't want to keep them in the window too long because I don't want them to bleach out with direct sunlight but Anyway, that is another project that I'm going to work on this month. So that is really all of the things that I have been working on, things that I plan to work on. Um, I have my long arm machine ready to roll to knock out all of the quilt tops in my stack. I still haven't made any progress on binding. <laughs> so hopefully, I mean, I got enough to do to keep a person busy for a very long time. Um, and I've got enough supplies in this house 
to do a lot of things too. So don't worry that I'll get bored this winter. The problem is I usually have more ideas than I do time or energy. But one of the winter projects that I've been slowly working on is this craft room is bursting at the seams. I do not sew in here. I just have my fabric and I store things and my Cricut set up. It's just a disaster. And it's been just becoming a tripping hazard. There's things on the floor. There's things stacked up. There's things, things overhead. And so I'm going to really work on reorganizing this. And if I need to, I have more space on my enclosed front porch that is not used really for anything but storage because it's either too hot or too cold to use it. So that is my long-term winter project. And that really wraps up all of the crafting and quilting and things that I've been doing. I've been watching a lot of YouTube. I still have my favorite shows, but I have found a couple of shows that I'd like to share if you haven't watched. I'm super enjoying The Rings of Power on Amazon. And that is a kind of what The Lord of the Rings was the story before those novels and the movie. I really like it. If I find it entertaining, you have to know it is what it is and you're not getting a direct feed on all the storylines as to like who are these people, but I'm getting I have one more left in the season and um, that's going to be the epic showdown and we all have our theories, right? I do like watching um, comedian in cars getting coffee. I believe it's a pretty old show with um, Jerry Seinfeld and he picks up other comedians in classic cars and they're about 15 minutes on Netflix and they're usually hilariously funny. They are silly and lighthearted and yet you get to see him drive a super cool car. I also like to watch um, Fat Quarter Shops YouTube and Nicole Spore Floss Tube and that keep me inspired and, <laughs> and up to date on wh what we're working on and where we, especially YouTube, uh, the Fat Quarter Shop, you know, with the social lights and all the tutorials. She also does a floss tube, Kimberly Jolly does, and um, watching Nicole's floss tube. I really don't have a lot of time to watch too many more floss tubes than that. But they are, I think, some of my favorites with a very high quality of production and editing. So I've been doing a lot of journaling still in my Silk and Sonder. And I'm really excited because the December issue came. And December's theme is Believe. And November's theme was Connection. So really, really, um, this month in the connection has got me thinking about what to do, how to be more connected in my community. Um, I'm not very connected with things outside of work, which is a lot, you know, work is a lot, but I'm thinking about volunteering and trying to figure out where some of those opportunities might be. But I thought something that I would really like to do is go through my blankets and even quilts and make some twin sized or nearly twin sized quilts for the homeless um, center where my son works. 
down in um, West Michigan. He just started this job, and there's a, a need every winter, of course, for blankets to help with people who are cold. And um, so that's something I'm going to work on. I've, I've went through some of my blankets. I'm going to wash them up. And I would encourage you, do you have extra blankets? Do you even have like quilts that aren't loved or they're gently used? You know, wash them up and, and give them to your local homeless shelter. You know, people are cold. And I think the best blankets would be fleece blankets because they're super warm. But at the same time, um, whatever you have will work. And that's where I think I'm going to do um, work on that. Maybe ask my daughter if she needs some more cricket things, more banners or buntings for the classroom. And really, I really, really want to use up all of the, the things that I have, as well as um, bust a stash, do scrappy things. And I saw something on one of my favorite YouTubers is The Last Homely house east of the sea. Her name is Kate. Now she's taken a break over the month of December, but she saw a great scrap buster that she is doing. And Terry Rounds is the person that she, oh, I'm going to look up her YouTube. And it's a great introduction to improv. Um, and there, she's only making like three and a half inch blocks. I would make much bigger blocks. And it's totally a scrap buster. Okay, I got the YouTuber's name wrong. So Kate from The Last Homely House is doing this scrap challenge by Terry Rowland. And what she's doing is a color wash quilt. And Terry Rowland's, it says color wash quilt. Quilt Scrap Challenge How-To. She posted it two months ago, and it is fantastic. Um, it makes a quilt that could be as modern as you want it to look or as um, traditional as you want it to look, depending on what fabric you use. And I thought that would be a perfect scrap buster. And it would help me to get some skills going without having to follow a pattern. It'd be a great leader ender quilt, I think. And there's not a ton of measuring. You know, you have rough cut sizes and then you square it all up at the end for this cute little block with, it's what it is, is you pick a patch for the center and it doesn't matter what the size is. You just sew another size to it in the the log cabin, you're going to do one round of a log cabin. So the center can be big or small or a sliver or even wonky, but it would look better, I think, with straight edges. Then you sew outside border to two sides, the short sides, and then you sew a border of longer sides, and then you choose what size. I'm not doing three and a half. That would be nuts. I don't have scraps that small, but I want to go probably with a five or a six inch block, and that would make that would make a lot of scraps get used up quick, especially if you made a quilt that was twin size or bigger. So if you want to see how Kate is doing hers, um, you can tune into the video that she showed how she's doing it. It's not the tutorial though. She'll refer you to Terry's um, YouTube for that. And um, it's just really fun. I think it would be a great project for the winter and for leader enders. <clears throat> so since my voice is 
a little weak. The one thing I'll have to tell you is that the inhalers for breathing better, which I definitely need because I was a little winded after a quick walk to the car and quick for me was not quick for anybody else. After the football game, I you know, really was quite winded, but it makes my voice a little weak. And so my podcast may not be able to be an hour long for a while. And that's okay. We'll, we'll make what we can make here on this end. But I do want to say is I want to thank everybody for all the kind words, comments to my posts, um, the virtual cup of coffees that I've gotten from Barb and Diane and Gail and Mary. Just thank you so much. And if you want to support the podcast, you could buy a virtual cup of coffee like some of my friends did at Kofi. It's ko-fi.com and you look for my creative corner three and there's a link and there'll be a link in the show description. But also sharing the blog, sharing um, the podcast with your friends is an easy way to help me grow and help others to find the channel. But leaving comments also really, really helps me and also lets me know um, what kinds of things you'd like to hear about and what kinds of things um, you're working on. And maybe there are some things we can work on together. The Facebook group is My Creative Corner 3. That's still going. And some other fun things that I'm doing is I'm going back to my roots for our creative souls. And I'm doing the Fat Mum Slims Photo a Day Challenge. I've done this off and on since the dawn of Instagram. And she gives uh, daily prompts and you have to get creative on taking a photo. So I'm doing a lot of different things to stir creativity to get my creative mojo back, if you will, and get my brain thinking in different, different manners. So that's a fun thing to do also is taking photos with the photo a day, you get to learn all different apps and settings for your phone and editing. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. So other ways that you can support the podcast is to like follow and subscribe, whether on YouTube or the blog, there's a way to like or get um, an email notification every time I post. And usually that's once a week with Saturday morning coffee, but every once in a while I'll put a bonus, a bonus post on there. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you to everybody for all of your support. Thanks for listening. And thanks for those who take the time to leave a comment. Um, the blog post, the website, um, they all go to mycreativecorner3.com. And hopefully um, WordPress will take the money as they said, and it will still continue to be a .com for their next year. I always get nervous. Do you get nervous about auto renewals? Like I always get worried that there's going to be some sort of um, glitch in the process. But so far with all the years I've had with WordPress, um, they have never, never done that. All right. Have a most wonderful week. And I hope that you take the time to be creative and quilt on everyone. <music>